Surely going down. It's 0 and 1 versus 1 and 0 all across the board. Today on the docket, we have League versus the Office with the longest yard. We have a matchup of the week profile. It's the KOTML podcast. Buckle up and let's go. Breaking news. We have a trade going through. Uh, the Bethlehem Cheeks Lickers are going to trade Odell Beckham Jr. as well as Noah Fant to the Beast Mode Beast in exchange for Emmanuel Sanders and Boston Scott. This is Breaking News. <laughs> The League versus The Office. Nothing sexual about that. Step out your ass. Out, son. Calm down. Count of three. We're all going to put down our guns. I have crossbows. The Longest Yard. What's going on, man? Rams, what's going on? How you doing, man? I'm good. Hey, welcome to the pod. Welcome to The League versus The Office. Appreciate you coming on and being the representative for The League this week. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, man. I mean, what you've been doing has been awesome. I've been kind of itching to get on, and, you know, I'm excited to uh, excited to talk some football. Oh, I'm so – it's so good to hear that. So let me just start off by saying that we play each other this week. We do. Um, uh, I, I'm sitting at 0-1, and you're 1-0. and it, It's a good opportunity for you to pull away a little bit from me. But one thing you have to understand is this is a grown man fantasy football player. It's not going to be easy. Listen, I get that. I understand. I'm I'm kind of the young end of the league, but uh, you know, I've been playing fantasy football probably since I was nine years old. So you know, I've been I was raised in the streets. I I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> right on, man. All right. So since you know what you're doing, uh, let me ask you something. What's it gonna take to get Jonathan Taylor away from you? Uh, I don't know if it's gonna happen, man. I think he's gonna be a top five running back this year. I really do. Right. Jonathan I think he's Taylor legit. For I don't value tight ends that highly. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm a big running back guy. I know you sent that text. You were like, hey, what's it going to take? And I was like, you know, I appreciate the effort, but I don't I don't see it happening. Yeah. Unless you can throw me Mahomes or something like that. I mean, yeah. I'm serious. I think this guy's going to be I had, special. I had this idea in my head. I sent Nick a trade offer earlier this week, and I was trying to get Noah Fant. So that I could then turn around and trade Travis Kelsey to you, so but you it doesn't sound like Kelsey. Yeah. No, honestly, I think I've, I've got Cook, Eckler, Jonathan Taylor. I think they're going to be a three-headed monster for me this year. I do. Yeah. So pretty, pretty stacked at running back, especially if J.K. Dobbins takes over for Baltimore. Exactly. Yeah, I was banking yeah. on that. So we'll see what happens. Okay, so here we go. League versus the office after one week. Against password is Taco. I have a one game lead, God so um, yeah. So you're gonna uh, need to to come back a little bit. Hold on one second. 
All right, and we're back. Daddy Troubles. Okay. So, lines on the games this week were were crazy. Like, almost every game was projected to be a touchdown or more difference. So, I tried to pick out the best ones I could. And uh, so, we're just going to go with what we have. The best game of the week. We're going to start off with Seattle and New England. Yeah. Um are we, are we picking spreads or we're just – we're straight up, just to pick. Straight up. Straight, straight up. up. I got Seattle. Okay, good. I'm going to take New England just because it might be the only one we pick differently. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Uh, Jacksonville and Tennessee. Where's the game being played? Tennessee. I really wanted to take Jacksonville there, but I'll take Tennessee. <laughs> Hey, you and me both, brother. That's my team, but I know, I know better. I know better than to pick the Jaguars against the Titans. So I know the Jags can have a couple of fans in that stadium this year. So, you know, I think they're home games. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against them too often. I don't think they're gonna be nearly as bad as everybody makes it out to be. I I'm I, I watched that whole game. I, I think I saw they had fifty thousand fans in their stadium. <laughs> I'm serious. Dude, I, I believe it. I, they, it was, it's nuts. I didn't watch too much of it, but I knew they were definitely allowing, allowing a good amount. So, listen, I yeah, think it's going to be a good home field advantage, at least early in the season, before everybody else can get fans back. So, don't sleep on the Jags. Yeah, I, I hope they shock me, but uh, I don't know about this week. All right, <laughs> next up we have New Orleans at the Las Vegas Raiders. I liked what I saw out of Las Vegas last week. But I'm going to go with something Paul said last week. I know he picked New Orleans kind of as his favorites to come out of the NFC. I kind of like that. I just – I see them rolling through teams. I'm going with New Orleans. Yep, yep. That's – see, yep. This is kind of what I was worried about yeah. because like, that's <laughs> that's a obvious pick right there. I got to go with New Orleans as well. Too, too good. I don't care if Michael Thomas is out or not. doesn't matter Reese to me. He's going to find a way. Oh, yeah. Too good. Emmanuel Sanders is going to step right in, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, next up, Falcons at Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys, and I hate to do this, but I'm taking them. I think they're going to be pissed off, you know, after last week, and I just – I don't know. I don't believe in the Falcons' defense. I think it sucks. I don't believe in the Falcons' defense either, but you know what I do believe in? I believe in that offense. Yeah, it's special. And you know what? I'm going to take the Falcons here, and Dallas is going to start off 0-2. And uh, Listen, watch man. out for the Washington I'd love it. I'd love that. Watch out for the Washington football team to uh, grab control of that division. That defense looks pretty damn good. It does. That D-line is – that's something. All right, last game that we're going to talk about here, we already mentioned one of their players. It's the Vikings and the Colts. Oh, this one's tough for me. I I think Kirk Cousins is actually going to have a good year, but I didn't really like what I saw at uh, Green Bay. Nah, I'm going with Jonathan Taylor, Phillip Rivers. I'm taking the Colts. And the Colts, beautiful. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings. So we have three games picked differently, which I didn't expect to happen. So that's good. Uh, I thought the Colts looked – they played against a pretty bad run defense last week. Um, and, and had some success on the ground, but uh, I thought Philip Rivers did not look very good at all. And I didn't think the other than Paris Campbell, I didn't think the receivers looked very good at all. And Minnesota showed they could put up some points. So That's I'm going to take Minnesota. All right. 
that's not a bad pick. I can't argue it. All right, man. Well, hey, listen, uh, again, we play each other this week, uh, so I don't want to wish you luck, so I won't. I hope you crash and burn. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, good luck with your picks in the league versus the office. We'll be all be paying very much attention to that. Um, other than that, hey, uh, good luck with the Giants too, I guess, right? Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, there were some signs of promise. We could win a couple games. I don't know. We'll see. A little bit. I Hey, um, the the Steelers defense is stout. It's very nuts, good, man. It's nuts. So I, I mean, hey, we threw the ball well. The running game sucked, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. All right, hey, thank All you right. again for coming on the pod. The league versus the office. Uh, again, one game behind the office. Uh, so good luck to you and good luck with the week. All right, thanks for having me, Rams. Good shit. I'll see you. Talk to you. Welcome to Jim's Weekly Rundown. You know what a rundown is? Use it in a sentence. Uh, can you get this rundown for me? Try another sentence. This rundown better be really good. I don't know, but it sounds like the rundown is really important. Okay, here we go with the week two rundown. My son is in the studio. He's watching Mickey Mouse. So if you hear him or Mickey Mouse in the background, I just kind of have to deal with it right now. So the first game that we're going to talk about is searching for Jerry Garcia against the man we just spoke to, the longest yard. Searching for Jerry Garcia is coming into this week 0-1 against the 1-0 longest yard, but has an, is an 8.8 favorite in this matchup. Carson Wentz against the Rams, against Kyler Murray, against the Washington football team. Uh, the way Carson Wentz played last week, plus the potential of the Rams secondary, I got to give the edge to Kyler Murray. Christian McCaffrey wins over everybody till I'm proved otherwise. I said that before. David Montgomery and Austin Eckler. Uh, while David Montgomery looked pretty good last week, chances are the Chargers are going to be playing from behind. And Austin Eckler should be a target for... The Chargers, for some reason, Tyrod Taylor did not throw him the ball last week, where that is his strength. So I assume that they're going to change that game plan going into this week. Next up, DK Metcalf against New England's pretty solid secondary and Chris Godwin against Carolina. I'm going to give that edge to Chris Godwin. Robert Woods against Will Fuller V. Um, Robert Woods may get matched up with Darius Slay. But Will Fuller is going up against Baltimore, who just seems to shut everybody down. So, edge to Robert Woods. Next is the tight ends. Travis Kelsey and Jack Doyle. That's a no-brainer for Kelsey. Michael Gallup against Jonathan Taylor. Um, Jonathan Taylor is going to be so good. Uh, I'm going to give it to Jonathan Taylor there. Gardner Minshew against the Titans. Daniel Jones at Chicago. Um, part of me wants to say that Minshew has this one. I did watch Minshew absolutely terrorize Tennessee on Thursday night last year. But uh, I'm going to give the edge to Daniel Jones against Chicago here. Then it's the defenses. I got Cleveland tonight against Seattle, who's playing New England on Sunday night. Uh... <laughs> 
I I picked up Cleveland's defense, not in confidence of Cleveland's Cleveland's defense, but because it's Joe Burrow in his first game in prime time. Uh, I expect the rookie to maybe make a few mistakes. Um, but on the other side, I mean, hey, Cam Newton looks pretty solid, pretty efficient there last week. So, hey, maybe this is where the 8.8 favorite goes to Garcia. I'm going to give it to Cleveland's defense here. And Garcia, 5-4 to four advantage. Next game on the list, dude, where's my car against the Bethlehem Cheeks Lickers? Dude, where's my car? Our league's leading scorer last week. Coming into the game 1-0 against the 0-1 Cheeks Lickers. With an end, they are an 11.3-point favorite in this matchup. The first one up is Aaron Rodgers against Deshaun Watson. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Deshaun Watson makes his bread on the ground, and Baltimore just does not give up rushing yards to the quarterback. You can go ahead and look up those stats. Uh, they're not fresh in my mind, but I know that last year when Deshaun Watson played against Baltimore, he only had 16 yards rushing. Uh, I don't expect that trend to change. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to torch Detroit. So we're going to give it to Aaron Rodgers. Derrick Henry against Nick Chubb tonight. Um, one thing you got to know is even when Derrick Henry is terrible, which really wasn't that long ago where everybody knew Derrick Henry was terrible, he still managed to run for 200 yards against the Jaguars defense every time, and this is the worst Jaguars defense he's going to face. So I'm going to give that edge to Derrick Henry. Josh Jacobs against DeAndre Swift. Oh, Josh Jacobs big there. Adam Thielen and Juju. Um, Adam Thielen, it, you know, he's all right. Um, Indy's defense should be better, although Minshew threw – 95% completions last week against Indy's defense and really just kind of managed the game. And, I, hey, the Vikings could have similar success running the ball with Dalvin Cook. But um, Ben Roethlisberger looks phenomenal. Juju is clearly his top target. And Denver's defense is weak at the corner position this year. I am going to give the edge to Juju Smith-Schuster. Cooper Cup and John Brown. Uh, you know, Cooper Cup, again, with the Rams against the Eagles. I mean, there's Darius Slay is over there, but how good are they really? Washington's football team, I mean, they once they started throwing the ball on them, they really had no problem coming back. Uh, John Brown's basically just a deep threat against Miami's defense, who's definitely success, susceptible to that. Um, but I'm going to give the edge to Cooper Cup because I believe that game is going to be more high-scoring and, uh, you know, Buffalo could easily blow out Miami and run the ball. Evan Ingram and Darren Waller. Darren Waller uh, is he's a pretty good target for the Raiders. He had six receptions in week one. Um, Evan Ingram, you know, he, he's, he's going to get his targets, but just two catches for nine yards last week. Uh, I'm going to give the edge to Darren Waller. The Cheeks are closing the gap a little bit. Tyler Boyd and Julian Edelman. Um, Tyler Boyd tonight against Cleveland's defense, uh, maybe. Julian Edelman, I, I think he played less than 50% of the snaps in their week one matchup, but still came away with seven targets and five receptions. 
Uh, he's clearly the best receiver in that offense. So I'm going to give this slight edge to Julian Edelman. Cam Newton and Mitch Trubisky. Um, Cam Newton, uh, he's going to run the ball, which is always going to give him an edge. Uh, I don't believe Trubisky's any good. I don't know what the hell happened to the Lions last week. though. They are playing the Giants, who were torched this week by Roethlisberger. Of course, Roethlisberger is a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, whatever. Uh, I'm going to give the edge based off of the fact that Cam Newton is New England's goal line rushing back. Um, I'm going to give the edge to Newton. Baltimore's defense against Buffalo's defense. Baltimore wins the defensive battle every time. Dude, where's my car? Six. Cheek slickers. Four. Next matchup, Devontae's Inferno against Taco Corp. Um, Devontae's Inferno currently is an 18-point underdog, but um, he has Michael Thomas in his lineup, who is not going to play. So if I insert Henry Ruggs in there, he is now a uh, six, five, five-point underdog, we'll say. Uh, a five-point underdog, Devontae's Inferno at 0-1, Taco Corp at 1-0. and uh, Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson. Lamar wins unless he's playing against Pat Mahomes. Aaron Jones and Chris Carson. I don't understand really why Aaron Jones just – it just seems like he's never really in the flow of the offense. Um, whereas Chris Carson, hey, I mean, six carries for 21 yards. He had two touchdowns receiving. Uh, I just I just don't really like that. New England's defense is pretty solid. I'm going to give that to Aaron Jones. Cam Akers and Kareem Hunt. Battle of the backup running backs, uh, Kareem Hunt, I'm going to say, has more usage in Cleveland's offense than Cam Akers does in the Rams' offense. Overall, I'm going to give it to Kareem Hunt. Now, with Michael Thomas out, we're going to slide up A.J. Brown against Julio Jones, which clearly goes to Julio Jones. Uh, we'll say Terry McLaurin against Stephon Diggs. I'm going to give that edge to Diggs in Buffalo's offense who looks pretty goddamn good after week one um next on the list Zach Ertz and TJ Hawkinson uh Hawkinson found the end zone and definitely got some targets uh Zach Ertz is you know he's always going to be a staple in the Eagles offense but I mean hey Goddard seems to be getting more pass passes thrown his way than Zach Ertz is um I'm going to take TJ Hawkinson in this matchup, um, just off a hunch that Hawkinson is going to be way involved in Detroit's offense, especially if Kenny Galladay continues to sit. Next up, A.J. Green against, I'm just going to decide that he's probably going to play, I don't know, I'm just going to say... Brandon Cooks, no, uh, I don't know. Let's say Paris Campbell. So whatever, Paris Campbell. Um, that's a pretty even matchup. I'm actually going to give that to Paris Campbell. Uh, because he, I mean, he looked to be the best receiver in the Colts' offense last week. So I'm going to give it to Paris Campbell. Uh, Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan. Hey, I'm going to give that that one to Matt Ryan. And then we have the Colts defense and Pittsburgh defense. Pittsburgh defense may be the best in the NFL. So I'm going to give them the edge there. 
And uh, according to my tally, Dante's Inferno is going to win this matchup this week. It's five to four. Mrs. McGiblets, 0-1 against Beast Mode Beast, 1-0. We just heard breaking news about Beast Mode's trade that will not go through in time for tonight's matchup. So no Odell Beckham. Still has Emmanuel Sanders. I have to check to see when that trade's going to go through. He may not have Emmanuel Sanders on Sunday. I have to go through and check. Just for the sake of this segment, I'm going to pretend he still has Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. Uh, Mrs. McGiblets is actually coming in as a .5 point favorite. A very tight matchup, but McGiblets does have the slight edge, according to Vegas. Drew Brees and Dak Prescott... Drew Brees against Las Vegas without Michael Thomas and Dak Prescott against arguably the worst defense in the NFL in Atlanta. I'm going to give it to Dak. Clyde Edwards-Elaire against Saquon. I came from Whitehall High School, Barkley. Uh, I'm going to give it to Saquon. Uh, you know, quads. He, he's going to get it done this week. The Chargers deep front seven's pretty damn solid. So I'm going to give it to Barkley. Ronald Jones against Kenyon Drake. Um, Kenyon Drake was a, a slightly disappointing in week one. They did play against a really good defense in San Francisco. Uh, Ronald Jones saw 17 carries as well. Um, and, uh, you know, this is pretty even. Uh, I'm going to give it to Kenyon Drake because uh, coming into the season, he was certainly projected to be one of the better plays in the NFL. DJ Moore and Mike Evans. Mike Evans did not see the ball much in week one. He did score a touchdown. Um, but he's been, you know, hobbled a little bit by, uh, I believe it's a hamstring. Not really sure. Um, DJ Moore, I mean, the Panthers really threw the ball a whole lot more than I expected them to. Um, the, these two, two, These two guys are actually facing off in this matchup. Uh, I'm going to give the edge to Mike Evans, though, because... Carolina's defense is not nearly as good as Tampa Bay's offense. Uh, T.Y. Hilton and Emmanuel Sanders. T.Y. did not look good last week. He dropped a couple balls, got played out by a rookie receiver. Not really sure. Without Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders is probably the top option in New Orleans' uh, passing attack. Uh, he also has Jared Cook, who's probably the other option in New Orleans' passing attack. I'm going to give it to uh, Emmanuel Sanders, though. Next up is Mark Andrews against Jared Cook. Uh, all Mark Andrews goddamn does is score touchdowns. So, I mean, hey, assuming that trend's going to continue, Mark Andrews just looks like a great play most weeks. Now, here's a little something different. In the flex spot for Mrs. McGiblets is another tight end, which I love. Dallas Goddard. I just mentioned this when I was talking about Zach Ertz. Eight catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, is definitely targeted more. Uh, he, you know, Carson Wentz seems to like to throw to Dallas Goddard sometimes a little bit more than Zach Ertz even. And, and Goddard might be the better tight end option in that offense right now. Going up against Malcolm Brown, who definitely had a good week one. Um, uh, just one commissioner's opinion. I think it's all a matter of time before Cam Akers takes over that backfield completely. But I am actually going to give the edge here to Dal Dallas Goddard. 
being being heavily targeted in Philly's offense. Next up is Phillip Rivers against Minnesota. Jimmy Garoppolo against the Jets. Bum, bum, bum. The Jets are terrible. They're always going to be terrible. I'm going to give the edge to Jimmy Garoppolo, even with the lack of wide receivers. I think Phillip Rivers looked old and terrible in week one. Chicago's defense against the Giants. San Francisco's defense against the Jets. I'm going to do something I never thought I would ever do, and I'm going to call this one a wash. A .5 spread in Vegas gets an even mark from me. Mrs. McGiblets and Beast Mode tie at four. Next up is the double entendres and the holy hotballs. We heard earlier this week from the double entendres, that even if Miles Sanders plays in this game, he will sit him on the bench, and this commissioner will make sure that happens. Now, that decision is going to come over a little squirrely on account of that puts Leonard Fournette into the double entendres lineup. The week one stat line for Leonard Fournette, five carries, five yards, one catch, 14 yards. I just I just don't know about this decision from the double entendres. It's certainly a bold strategy, Cotton, and we are going to have to see how it plays out. Looking at the matchup, though, Pat Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Oh, my gosh. It's arguably the two, two of the best fantasy quarterbacks in the NFL right there. So I'm going to look at who they're playing against. Pat Mahomes against the Chargers. Russell Wilson against the Patriots. Um, Stephon Gilmore, you know, he's supposedly one of the best corners in the NFL. Um, so maybe he, he locks down a receiver too. And, uh, you know, anybody Pat Mahomes throw to is, is going to be good. So I'm going to give a slight edge here to Pat Mahomes. Next up is Raheem Mostert against Todd Gurley. I'm always going to side with San Francisco running backs in that situation. Leonard Fournette and Devin Singletary. Uh, for the reason I mentioned at the top, Devin Singletary takes this one. Tyreek Hill and Calvin Ridley. This is very interesting because Tyreek Hill is so boomer bust. Uh, obviously, Pat Mahomes is on the other side of this matchup. But Tyreek Hill could easily go for four catches for 150 and two touchdowns. Just as easily, he could go two catches for 12 yards and not find the end zone. Whereas, Atlanta's defense is so bad that they're going to be playing from behind and hucking and chucking all the way down the field. Calvin Ridley was incredible in week one. I think he'll be incredible in week two. And I'm going to give it to Calvin Ridley. Uh, here we go. A pair of teammates, CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. Um, obviously, I'm going to give the edge to the number one receiver in that offense as opposed to the number three receiver in that offense. So Amari Cooper gets it. Austin Hooper tonight against name recognition Rob Gronkowski. Um, this is a horrible match for me to pick because I don't believe in either player. But uh, just based off of, you know, I'm going to give it to Austin Hooper because David Njoku is not playing. So he's the only tight end now in Cleveland. So I'm going to give it to Austin Hooper. Cortland Sutton against Marvin Jones Jr. Um, Kenny Galladay has been hobbled. Green Bay's offense looks good. I expect Detroit to be playing from behind. And Denver plays against Pittsburgh, whose defense looks so good. I'm going to give the edge to Marvin Jones Jr. 
Josh Allen against Joe Burrow tonight. That's Josh Allen, no-brainer. Tampa Bay's defense against Kansas City's defense. Two defenses I can't believe are in anybody's starting lineup. But just based off of who they're playing against, I'm going to go with Kansas City's defense against the Chargers over Tampa Bay's defense against Carolina. But still, the double entendres take the lead over the hot balls. Five to four. By the way, the hot balls are two and a half point favorite, according to Vegas. I don't know if I mentioned that at the top, but there it is. However, according to my scoreboard, the double entendres are taking it five to four. This brings us to our matchup of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Fighting out of the red corner. Password is Taco. Fighting out of the blue corner. Uh, password is taco on the line just uh waiting on old dick long to there he is dick long is on the board too what's going on fellas what's up all right so um uh matchup of the week designation this week congratulations to both of you first we're going to start off with password is taco Hey, listen, you, you ran into a pretty strong team last week, uh, sitting at 0-1. Tell me, tell me what's going to happen this week to pull off the upset again. You are a 1.8-point underdog this week. Well, what's got to happen is we got to have the whole lineup uh, come to play. You know, last week it was, it was very spotty. Had a lot of guys that were, you know, not really performing the way they should be performing. So, this week we got to get back on track. Uh, hopefully we'll get a little bit more of a consistent performance across the board, and you know, hopefully I'll get lucky with uh, Mr. Long's team not really uh, showing up. Okay, mm-hmm. speaking of Dick Long over there, last week you uh, you toppled your big bro and a little brother brother beat off. Um, <laughs> tell me, tell me what, tell me what you got to do this week to have a repeat performance. Honestly, they just gotta. Everybody just has to be on the game. Just try. That's all I need. I need Tyler Lockett to actually put more points up than last week. And I'm a little worried because I kind of want to start Marquise Brown because like he popped off last week. But like I don't know how they're gonna do week two. And it's only week two, so like I don't really care that much. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to tilt too much just yet. Yeah. So what we're gonna do do here is we're gonna we're gonna run down the list, the matchup here. And you're going to kind of defend your player versus the other guy's player. Got it? Got it. Yeah. All right. So, password, you got Ben Roethlisberger, and Dick Long has Ryan Tannehill. Roethlisberger is going up against Denver. Tannehill against Jacksonville. Um, do you believe Roethlisberger has an edge in that matchup? Or, uh, I mean, Tannehill's got a, a pretty easy defense against this week. Well, I mean, the Denver defense does scare me. I'll definitely give you that. Um, but Big Ben has so many weapons. Um, Deontay uh, Johnson last week 
was a revelation. You know, that's a whole new target that Ben has. I, I definitely think he can, even if he just gets two touchdowns and like 200 yards, that should be enough from his position, I think. Are you Roethlisberger? Yes. Hey, I, I mean, that, that sounds like a Ryan Tannehill stat line. So, that, I mean, that could make it pretty even. Uh, let's kick it over to Dick Long here to, for Ezekiel Elliott and Alvin Kamara. Ezekiel Elliott goes against Atlanta's defense, who I believe it might be the worst in the league. But Alvin Kamara could see an uptick in touches this week without Michael Thomas. How do you feel about Ezekiel Elliott versus Alvin Kamara? Honestly, Zeke, like, I'm always going to go with him. He always gets yards. He's he's going to score regardless. Like, even if it's like he, he doesn't have a good game, like, he's still putting up points. So, like, I mean, Alvin Kamara is like, I don't know. He, got, he is going to get the ball a lot probably. I don't know how it's going to exactly turn out, but – I just – I'm, like, an Eagles fan, too, so, like, I don't like the Cowboys at all. But, like, Zeke always puts up points, so I'm going to put it I, – I feel like he's oh, still yeah. going to produce. Fair enough. I mean, hey, through the first two, I got you guys pretty even. Uh, we're going to kick it over to Password is Taco again. You have Joe Mixon kicking off right about now. And uh, he's got Melvin Gordon going up against Pittsburgh defense, who absolutely shut down Saquon Barkley last week. Uh, you feel pretty good about Joe Mixon versus Melvin Gordon there? I feel good about Joe Mixon versus Melvin Gordon. I don't know if I feel great about Joe Mixon in general after last week. Um, kind of worried about him, so I, I need him to, to kind of show up tonight against Cleveland. Um, I thought he'd do it against L.A. Didn't happen. Need him to show up this week, but I'm also banking on Pittsburgh D shutting down the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good bet. Um, going to uh, wide receiver ones here, and these are probably the two biggest wide receiver ones from week one. So this is a great matchup. Uh, Devontae Adams against DeAndre Hopkins. Dick Long, how you feeling about DeAndre Hopkins? You right. certainly got a steal with him in the draft. <laughs> he's literally he's just the best. I don't I don't even have to say much. I just let him do what he does. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Tyler Murray seems to be looking for him primarily. And, uh, hey, yeah. with that catch radius, I would just throw it his way every goddamn time. So He's going to yeah, boost, boost his career easily. That is a pretty even matchup, though, because they're pretty similar in the fact that that's who the quarterback is looking at. So yeah, it'll be close. interesting to see how that plays out. Don't be close. Don't be close. All right, kick it back over to Password is Taco. Keenan Allen. For you against Kansas City, potentially high-scoring matchup, and he's got Tyler Lockett against the Patriots on Sunday night. Uh, how you feeling there? So, so when I you mentioned earlier in the interview, I talked about guys that I need to step up. That I'm looking at you, Keenan Allen. All right, I need okay. you to play like I know you can. I need you to get some receptions, get open. I know he's an up and down guy. But, man, if, if you can find a time to bring it, now would be the week, my dude. Yeah, you know what really surprised me about Keenan Allen is he ran, he ran most of his routes out of the slot, which you would think Tyrod Taylor is probably going to check down more than he's going to throw it deep. But he actually looked long to Mike Williams way more often than he looked at Keenan Allen. Just didn't get a lot of targets. Oh, for sure. For sure. And that was really disappointing because I think Keenan Allen is one of the – like if I were going on just talent alone, he's a top ten receiver in the game. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, so hey, that that'll be pretty interesting. Tyler Lockett going up against New England defense. They have a pretty solid secondary. Might be getting a little old, but um, Russell Wilson just so efficient that you never really know. It could be any of those Seattle receivers there. Well, and that's what scares me is like all it takes is like one huge play, you know, for for Lockett, and and it, that can be a game breaker. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Mr. Dick Long, George Kittle is questionable and did not catch a pass in the second half last week. Um, Password is Taco has Tyler Higby on the other side, who's carving out a bit of a role for the Rams, not quite at George Kittle's level. Are you worried at all about that questionable designation? Honestly, not really, only because even if George Kittle isn't playing, I feel like he is because I'm pretty sure I saw something saying that he's most likely going to play Sunday. He's just going to like take the golf or something like that. But I also have Hunter Henry and like I don't know, he puts it, he produces all the time too. Like he's that's, a really that's, target. Yeah. Like either way, I feel like I'm. You probably fine. got. But. Yeah, you probably got two top tight ends there. Two of the top ten, I'd say. So I, hey, if you have yeah. to pivot, I mean, you shouldn't be too concerned. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, we'll have to see how that progresses. We got a few more days till kickoff. Okay, password is Taco. You have David Johnson, who played pretty well, just didn't get enough touches late in the game because of getting blown out and stuff. But they're facing Baltimore, whereas Dick Long has Allen Robinson, who didn't get the targets last week, but they go up against the Giants. How you feeling in that situation? Well, to be honest, I, I feel really good. I mean, I, I'm worried about Robinson just because he's – I mean, I, I hate the Giants, and I think they they suck, and they're not going to really stop anybody. But, uh, man, David Johnson with Duke Johnson probably out this week is going to get the lion's share of, of the carries um, and hopefully some, some balls out of the backfield too. So if I can rack up some PPR points there and, and maybe he can sniff the end zone – I, I'm feeling really good about my flex spot. Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, if they're going to do it, you know, it's it's going to be David Johnson. Uh, Baltimore's defense is tough, so it'll be interesting to see. They also control the ball pretty well. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how many touches he's able to get, and uh, he's usually pretty efficient when he gets them. All right, Mr. Dick Long, you have Drew Locke, a very good up-and-coming quarterback. And password is Taco has Jared Goff against the Eagles. Drew Locke does play against that Steelers defense, who stops the run a lot. Might need to pass a bunch. How are you feeling? Um, honestly, I don't know. That's this. This is another one of those like if you call, you kind of just throw him in and see what he does. Like he's obviously going to put up some points because he's a quarterback. I against Steelers, he's going to have to pass. So like. I just got to hope that he actually does good because Derek Goff's probably going to do good against Eagles. Ah, yeah, because he's going to have to pass a lot. So, I don't know. We'll see about that. But, honestly, I'm just going to see how he does and hope for the best. Hope he does. All right. So, uh, we're not, we're going to ignore the defenses because uh, um, they're, they're pretty much a toss-up from week to week. Uh, the Cardinals against Washington, Las Vegas. Uh, they could go either way. Gave you each a little bit to talk about your team. So now we're going to go with a little final word here. Dick Wong, anything you'd like to say to Password is Taco before your matchup this week? Uh, let's see. Well, regardless of who wins, you're still bad. So that's all I really need to say. 
<laughs> oh, right to the guts. Password is taco. Password is taco. You have the final, the final say here. Uh, anything you want to say to Dick Wong? I mean, I'm really glad, uh, you know, that, that we get to play this week. Um, and I think we're just going to see at the end who's, who's really the Dick Wong of this league, if you know what I mean. Uh, my penis is pretty big. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> let's get that female perspective all right anyway um uh joe mixon has a yard officially so the scoreboard is live um good luck to both of you on the matchup of the week it's it's gonna it's gonna be tight uh i got you guys pretty even so uh hey good luck to both of you this week thanks man hey thank you <laughs> All right, boys. We'll talk soon. See you. See you. So there you have it. Week two preview is in the books. We played the league versus the office with the longest yard. We had a matchup of the week sound off between Password is Taco and Dick Long. Week two has officially kicked off. I can't be more excited. Let's kick it over to Lennon and the boys. Play me out.